Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here, getting ready for week nine of the NFL season. Uh, some injuries to report on, so we'll get into that. And we'll just break down this game as the Lions travel to Minnesota. So grab your Kool-Aid, sit back, relax. It's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast hosted by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. It seems apparent to me that the most intellectual football fans tend to be Lions fans. Bob. Safford is the best quarterback in football. Remember what you saw here. Tell your grandkids, don't forget. Red Dog. I believe we're on the precipice of a new era of Detroit Lions football dominance. Connor. Patricia looks like Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka out there. An absolute blueberry on the sideline. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. The Detroit Lions 2021 Super Bowl champs. We can't wait for this upcoming season. Relax. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. Getting ready for week nine of the NFL season. The Three and four Detroit Lions are going to be traveling to Minnesota this week uh, to take on, obviously, the Minnesota Vikings, a team just coming off a big victory on the road in Lambeau uh, where they dominated, I would say dominated the Packers 28-22. It was a, I know that that's a six-point game, but it was a lot bigger than that. But uh, we'll get into previewing this game. But before I do, I'm Big Z, and we'll go around the rest of the horn. we got some of the Bukule crew here. So we got UJ. Hello, everybody. And then Red Dog. Yo! So, gentlemen, we've had a few days here to ponder. Um, but before we get uh, into our feelings on this game, uh, just some updates on the injury slash COVID front. Is COVID an injury disease front? I don't know. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably realize and know already that Stafford is on the contact COVID list. So if you are within a high-risk contact of a COVID person, uh, you have to test negative five straight times in a row before you can uh, take the field. Luckily for Stafford, that means that would be Sunday. So he's going to have to travel to uh, Detroit with an independent on – on a private jet. Minnesota. <laughs> maybe it's all <laughs> rude, so he gets a private jet flight to Minnesota, which is like, I think, an hour from Detroit or maybe an hour and a half. He just uh, felt like slacking <laughs> off this week. Didn't feel like practicing. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he had the lesser contact version, it wouldn't have been as bad because that just means you talk to someone on the phone who had COVID. <laughs> that means you got a three-day waiting period before you can – not five days. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Important difference there. Um, but so we won't know till Sunday morning if Stafford's going to be playing or not. And that's why if you go to try to bet on this game, you're not going to find anything. There's no line or over under on the game because they don't know who's going to be a quarterback for the Detroit Lions. 
Um, also on COVID list, Jared Davis is going to be out for this game. I think he actually has it. No! Um, and then a practice squad safety. I forgot his name, uh, but he is also on the COVID list. And then actual injury-wise, Kenny Galladay looks like he's not going to be playing this week. He hasn't practiced at all. Yeah. Uh, presumed to be out. That's a tough one. Um, Taylor Decker and Big V were out of practice until today, uh, Thursday, when we're recording this podcast. They were back out there on a limited basis. TJ Hawkinson was also a limited participant, but he looks like he'll be ready to go. Uh, so that's what the news is on the injury front. Um, so let, let's, I mean, let's dive into the Stafford versus not Stafford. Do we, <laughs> what is the, uh, well, uh, I mean, what, I mean, this is crazy. It depends. <laughs> do we force feed Adrian Peterson the whole game or do we give Swift a bigger look? <laughs> well, there is a silver lining here. Uh, I was visiting the, uh, Norseman site today. That's the, uh, <laughs> site for the Minnesota Vikings. They, their cornerback, they have four cornerbacks injured right now. Their cornerback, their defensive back goes decimated. Yes. So even if we, even if we had to use uh, our backup quarterback, uh, I think we're still doing okay. And this is a, a time for Marvin Hall. This is his day, man. This could be his monster day as he torches the Minnesota secondary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why not? I think a big difference will be de depending on how the run game gets going. We saw last week what happened when Aaron Rodgers was forced to try to throw into even their depleted secondary in Minnesota, and he was having little success. I think if you get the run game going early there, then you know that defense isn't great. But if you make a, make if they make us one dimensional, then that that could be the difference. Do we think Chase Daniels is up to the task if Stafford can't go? Why not? He was great at Missouri. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. He woke up on the Vikings last year when he was playing for the Bears. So, you know, he's familiar with the Vikings. And I, I think he'll be okay if he had to come in. Yeah, I think the game plan, is because we've seen the game plan struggle the last few weeks, I think that's going to be really big. Bevel's got to pick up his game right now, and that, and that could be what this game hinges on, potentially. Yeah, um, but I I think uh, Stafford is projected to be able to go though. There's no signs yet that he's can that he has any symptoms or anything like that, and he's still been testing negative uh, reportedly. So all signs are pointing to him actually playing on Sunday, but <laughs> in tw it's 2020, you never know. So barring surprise COVID, yeah. we should be good. Everyone knows surprise COVID is the worst kind of COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah and um uh, uj that's a great point though about this vikings team uh cam dantzler one of their better cornerbacks uh is definitely gonna be out he was he's taken off a stretcher last week uh luckily just as like a something with his neck um it, he's fine but yeah. I, I think he's out this week it's all backups and a rookie cornerback uh their first round draft pick jeff gladney uh but their cornerbacks have been terrible uh they got away with it i think last week because of 30 mile per hour wins in green bay but we're going to a dome in Minnesota now, so big right. difference. And that's why I was so excited for Stafford to get to go go against his defense. Uh, and the fact that he might be out is a little concerning because uh, I would love the deep ball against this type of secondary. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. I hope Bevel does that, and I hope he recognizes that. We should attack him early and often and deep. Yes. I mean, seriously, take the top off. You know, just Marvin Hall, I mean, he's my guy in this game, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. This guy can torch anybody, uh, even on a good team. So I would take going against his uh, depleted secondary. I think he'll have a field day. 
Yeah, and I feel like Staff. It would be like night and day for Stafford playing against the Colts defense to playing against this Minnesota defense. <laughs> the Colts defense is top notch right now, and this Colts de- or this Minnesota defense is looking like it's easily exploited. If by comparison, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just looking at the rush yards per game allowed, and um. I'm looking right now at the Vikings, and they are, they're middle of the road. They're giving up 124 rushing yards per game, almost just six less than the Lions' defense this year. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I think there's an opportunity there. The, this Vikings, whole, their whole defense is pretty depleted. Uh, they do have Eric Kendricks. He's their best player. you got to watch out for him. But otherwise, I mean, they're, they're missing. They missed two of their starting DNs from the year. They traded away one. The other one's out for the year with an injury. Daniel Hunter not playing is huge because he's given us nightmares. Mm-hmm. But the other guy that's given us nightmares in the past against the Vikings. Night- nightmares? Like mirrors? Yes. Or nightmares? Like. Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't help myself, Z. <laughs> okay. can't help myself. Night- <laughs> nightmares. All right. Um, <laughs> anyways, Everson Griffin. Have you heard of this guy? The yeah. Lions traded for him? <laughs> Stafford knows him. Stafford I, sees him in his dreams. Man. I've heard he's a good player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, Everson Griffin, not a big fan of Mike Zimmer for whatever reason. Uh, his quote today, they're they going to put some respect on my name. He's going to put respect on my name. That's all I'm saying. I got something coming for him on Sunday. I got to add some context, uh, t- context to that, Z. Mike Zimmer just said, uh, Everson Griffin, he's a good player, and Everson, Everson Griffin took that as like some massive insult to his name. He's like, oh, oh, Mike Zimmer, oh, I didn't think he was just a good coach. I thought he was a great coach. Now he called me a good player. <laughs> if you look at this art that like interview, I think it was M Live. He like he went out of his way to bring up Mike Zimmer's quote that he's a good player as like this massive insult to him, like eleven times, even unprompted. He, this dude's fired up. Mm. Calling him a good player is like an insult. So <laughs> he's been entertaining. I hope I hope his play in the field backs up uh, how how motivated he is at least from, his, from his words. You know, he could I, be a difference maker. He really could if he's motivated. Can, yeah. we, can we finally get one of these games where we have someone's former player that like terrorizes them? Like I just think of like Joey Harrington coming back to us with Miami and tearing us apart. Can we have the Everson Griffin like revenge game <laughs> where he just tears apart Minnesota? <laughs> but and uh let's hope that is the case. This Minnesota offensive line not great. And uh actually their best offensive lineman this year for PFF is Riley Reef. Remember this gentleman? Hey. <laughs> he actually he, he took a pay cut to stay on the Vikings this year. Uh, the doctor, one of the doctors I go to for an issue, uh, I'm having a shoulder issue recently, actually played football at Iowa with Riley Reef. said he's a nut job. I just thought I'd add that in there. In <laughs> a good way or a bad way? I'm guessing like a good way, but he didn't really give too much context. But I mean, I just, you know, I liked Reef when he was with us. He, he was fading a bit when we let him go, but. He's always just like mediocre. He never like nah, was good. Yeah, you're right. He never reached that potential. That we thought he had. Um, Solid player, though. What do you have to worry about? The Vikings, of course, is Dalvin Cook in the run game. That is number yeah. one priority oh, in this game, yeah. no? no doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. 
Um, Anything else would be a lie. I mean, Delvin Cook is second in the league in <laughs> rush yards, and he missed a week, and they had a bye. So he is on fire this year. <laughs> All you got to do is watch that min- uh, Vikings or, uh, Packers. Packers game last week to know that this dude is no joke. He went off on the Packers. Yes. Uh, the, I mean, the Packers have a bad run defense, but still, that was uh, <laughs> notable. And the Lions' rush defense, I feel, has been better in recent weeks. True. Uh, the, it, it was okay last week. It, they were good early in the game, then they kind of faded in the fourth quarter. Hard game well, to judge. I, with the I wouldn't hold that against them in the fourth quarter. That defense is on the field most of the game. They got a little tired. At the I would end. agree. Some, some garbage that, yards. You know? That could be the same situation in this game <laughs> if they allow it. You, they got to stop the run. True. Get them if off the they field. allow it, yeah. Though, honestly, the way it. Hines exploited our secondary uh, – that uh, what what whatever Hines, the yeah. running back for the Colts, I don't forget his first name, but the way he exploited our secondary is worth noting because uh, it wasn't Delvin Cook did not all didn't do all his work on the ground last week. He did it through the air on screens and different things too. So, I mean, this dude is a dual like he's an all around threat. We have to shut him down on every aspect of the field. So. Uh, he's yeah. he's number one priority. Period. Maybe we can take out like an ACL or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, no I'm not, I don't want to say. That. I don't want him Come to get on. hurt. I just want him to get hurt enough to not be on the field for like a, a one game. Is that? I'm just kidding. The goal. I'm for just kidding. I'm the kidding. goal for the Lions in this game should be stop Dalvin Cook and put the game in Kirk Cousins' hands. He has not been. Yes. He hurt us last year. Not gonna lie, Kirk Cousins <laughs> played pretty well against us. Actually, is probably his best, one of the best games of his career uh, in Ford Field last year. Um, I, I think he only had like two incompletions and four touchdowns. But well, I think every gonna... mediocre quarterback in the league has uh, <laughs> our, the Lions game is their resume. First thing in their resume, you know. Like, <laughs> Just look at Philip Rivers it, last week. Best game I mean, of the season for him. Anyway, that aside. Um, but uh. He has been a different quarterback this year. He's been frustrated. The offense line has not been blocking for him as well. Um, they have been playing a little better recently, but it's all, it was only two weeks ago where he threw three interceptions in the first half against the Falcons, and the Falcons don't have a good defense. So uh, there is opportunity there, but you have to stop the run. You have yes. to stop it because in that game where he threw through three picks, um, Delvin Cook was not playing, and he is a big difference maker. I'm going to modify that, Big Z. you got to stop Delvin Cook. Period. Period. Like, that like, is it. In every aspect, because... I'm going to say you got to stop Dalvin Cook, exclamation mark. I want up two or three You want up her? <laughs> you want up her, mother <laughs> effort? No, no, absolutely. Well, exclamation mark. You, you're, you hit it on the head right there. This guy is that team right now, and if we can stop him both in the run game and in the pass game, I don't think the Vikings have a whole lot else to lean on. Adam Thielen, maybe, but like I don't think that'll be enough. Yeah, that I mean that is an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm, I really want to see Akuda going against Justin Jefferson. That's just a fun rookie first round rookie against first round rookie oh, yeah. uh, matchup right there. That'll be really fun. Uh, Adam Thielen really good, and Kyle Kyle Rudolph's hurt us in the past too. You got to guard him. Uh, Tracy Walker, I'm not. Sh- uh, uh, he needs a rebound game. I'm not sure he's questionable in this game. Yeah, so. he, was, he wasn't but practicing. So. God only knows. Uh, he can improve over his last week. Last week was his worst game of his career. I mean, he was really bad. Well, the fans have been Thanks clamoring so. for Will Harris to come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Just kidding. Help us, oh Will Harris. You're our only hope. <laughs> 
Um, and you have, and uh, one thing you have to watch for in this game as well, the Vikings have been incorporating screens a lot more in their game recently, so the Lions need to be all over that as well, especially in uh, second and long, third and long situations. That's where Jamie Collins and that LB core are going to need to step up big time. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And that's why I, I think Akuda will actually step yeah, up a lot so. um, because he's one of the best – He's like a top five tackler from the cornerback position in the NFL this yeah. year. Say what you want about his coverage skills uh, so far. That they're improving. But uh, one thing that's been consistent is his tackling ability in the run game and screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like that aspect of his game. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and we need Justin Coleman to step up in this game as well because he had a bad game last week. That would help. Hopefully last week was just kicking off some rust. So Hopefully, hopefully. Um I think that's going to wrap up our preview of this game. Uh, and just everybody stay tuned about the injuries uh, with the Lions. That'll be interesting, especially with Stafford. But I don't think we're going to have Davis for this game. So let's move on to the last segment. Oh. It's our most famous segment. It's world famous. Oh. <laughs> I know what it is. I have a guess. It's predictions. I knew it. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. So, uh, there is no line and over-under, so I, I don't have to say that, but it is a noon game. Uh, noon Central, 1 Eastern. Um, in Minnesota, the Lions travel uh, by team plane and by private jet. <laughs> <Up there. laughs> um, but nonetheless, um, the Lions uh, uh, traveling to Minnesota, they've had a, a marginal amount of success <laughs> there. I, I very only, little. The only, that's the most positive spin I could think. <laughs> I about, think the Vikings have won five in a row against the Lions. <laughs> I think the last win was that Golden Tate flip into the end zone against the Vikings. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. Or Slate made the interception. To and Golden Tate last week uh, for the Giants had a big catch at the end of the Tampa New York, uh, that Monday night game. They end up not winning, but uh, Golden Tate had a big catch. I kind of miss it. Seemed I, he stepped, he's a I clutch miss receiver. Tater so much. <laughs> yeah, I miss him too. I still that trade was one of the worst. So we, before we get to uh, UJ and Rudd Dogs predictions, let's send it over to Bob and Connor. I know they're not on here, but they sent in their predictions really quick. So let's get to that. All right, Lions fans, uh, big week this week. Lions versus Vikings. We lost to last week in a big way, uh, but I think it's going to turn around this week. Big division rivalry game. I know we've had trouble with the Vikings, but they've not been good this year, despite the fact they beat the Packers last week. Um, they're basically a one-man show right now with Dalvin Cook, who's really good. we got to slow him down, and I think they will. And uh, Everson Griffith. He's got a a grudge match against that old team. They're not showing him respect. So I think he's going to have a big game. I think Stafford will probably play. Uh, if not, I think we'll still be okay. And I think we'll use our running backs a little more, uh, particularly Swift, in the passing game. So I see the Lions winning this one 40-14. 
Go Lions! All right, Lions fans. Uh, at the time we're recording this, we are unsure if Matt Stafford will be playing Sunday. Um, so I'm going to have a caveat two-part prediction for the game Sunday. I do think Stafford will play. Um, if he does, I think he's going to pop off for four touchdown passes. DeAndre Swift is going to run in one as well. Um, and I think it's going to be 42-17 to 17 Lions. I think this is a huge bounce-back week for the team. If not... I think it'll be a much closer game, and I think we'll still eke it out uh, 21 to 17 Lions. Um, so, yeah, that's my prediction. Uh, back over to you guys. All right. That was li- quick. Yeah, <laughs> Lions prediction. <laughs> not bad. Uh, not bad. Predict Lions win as always. Uh, but now shocking. let's. <laughs> yeah, let's see how the rest of these go. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued what UJ and Rudd are going to do. Here, nail yeah, yeah, yeah. So, UJ. Inform our audience what is okay. going to happen on Sunday, and it better be definitive. Uh, it's going to be very definitive. Uh, <laughs> you know, I the Kool-Aid wore off so bad last week, and uh, I kept drinking it and drinking it Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday. Nothing was happening. But today, it, it, it seems like it's working again, and I'm starting to feel good again about this team. So I think it's going to be pretty simple, though. Uh one thing we have to do, stop Delvin Cook, period. That's it. We stopped Delvin Cook or hold him to a minimal game. We're going to beat him. Uh, I think Marvin Hall is going to have a, just an unbelievable game. He's going to catch probably like 200 yards in passing and a couple <laughs> nice. touchdowns and, and a couple bombs. So, I mean, we're going to take the top off of this defense, I'm telling you. And that's going to open up our run game. For DeAndre Swift, he's going to get 100 yards and a touchdown, too. Ooh. Stafford will have a nice game uh, with with no practice this week. He doesn't need it. He's done this before. He'll be fine. So, with that being said, I think we're going to win fairly big. I think uh, 39-17 to 17 is my prediction. Ooh. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yep, yep. I like it a lot. Uh, and I know our listeners do, too. Marvin Hall over 200 yards receiving. I love it. Oh yeah, that will definitely help set up the run game. That would help. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Run Dog, what do you got? All right, you know, UJ said it very well. The Kool Aid was wearing thin last week, but you know, after setting up a main line and bathing in the stuff all week, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Uh, I think this is uh, I, like UJ said, it, Delvin Cook. That's the pivot point of this whole game. His production is going to probably determine the outcome of this game. If he does four touchdowns, then things are not looking good. But you know what? I have a good feeling they're going to stop him this week. Largely because I I, I see like a big vengeance game coming for Everson Griffin. I think he's going to go off. I'm calling two and a half sacks for Everson Griffin. I think... I think Romeo Aquaro is going to continue his sack streak for another one. So that's going to be three and a half sacks just from those two players alone. You know, that's going to help make up for the loss of uh, Trey Flowers this week. And then I I think leaning Adrian Peterson, as much as I've been wanting to switch over to Swift, I think he's going to get a little bit of a revenge in this game too against his former team where I think he's going to do very well and get like – not, not nothing crazy, honestly. Something like seventy yards and a touchdown. That's what I'm calling for him. But I also think they're going to lean on Swift a bit for a, for like 
another 80 yards and a touchdown on the ground, plus 22 yards through the air and a touchdown. I think this game's going to go in our favor pretty heavily because as long as they contain Delvin Cook, I think they got this in the bag. 43-15, to 15, <laughs> Detroit Lions. I love it. Take it to the bank. Wow. Wow. Great stuff. Um, are those? Do you guys hold the same prediction if Chase Daniel is a quarterback? Uh, yes. Um, forty-one <laughs> to seventeen. If Chase Daniel is the quarterback, so the Lions got a sa- so the Lions got a safety of Stafford plays, and they don't get a sa- they, they don't force a safety. If interpret Chase how Daniels- you will, Big Z. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Outcomes. <laughs> All right, so. This is interesting. The Lions run defense. I feel like it's trending in the right direction. So I do like the Lions in this game. I think it's it's going to be close. It's hard to win on the road. The Lions have won a couple close road. I'm glad it's on the road too. The Lions need a good road game to get back on track. Yeah, no, God yeah. only knows they're terrible at home this year for whatever That's reason. They're um, at home on the road. We're gonna hear that stupid ass horn, but hopefully uh, not not too many times. Uh, you know that third down horn that the Minnesota Vikings play. It's the most one of the most annoying right. sounds in the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. I want to so see annoying. Swift just spike his ball through the horn, and plug it up. <laughs> I think it's at top of the stadium, so he have to throw it up there. He's a really high jumper in his <laughs> combine, so I, I'm confident he can make the jump. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with uh, 31 to. 21 is my final score in this Ooh. game. Yeah. I think it's be relatively close. I don't like how close that is. But, uh, okay. but I do like it. Stafford like plays over 300 yards. If Chase Daniel plays, I like a 24-21 win. I think uh, a touchdown less. But I still like the Lions to pull it out because I do not like this Minnesota defense. I think they got lucky last week against the Packers playing in 30-mile-per-hour wins, a very unusual situation. But those are our predictions. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on. That, Wait. Did, did we all Wait. pick the Lions <gasps> this week? One, two, three, four, five. Yep. That, yep. Oh, it happened again. Okay. God. This is wow. in unprecedented. <laughs> that always, wow. It is amazing. <laughs> it is quite incredible. It defies so Different team, different and day, reason. different, and the same, wow. And belief. We should go buy a lottery ticket. With <gasps> the, just, yeah. it, it just seems like it's. Yeah, we should. All the odds are working in their favor. Our number should be like 19, <laughs> 32, 9. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify. Please leave a review on Apple. Really appreciate hey, it. Hey, Z. Uh, can I leave our fans with a joke? Oh, sure. Only if it's funny. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's funny. funny. All right. It's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Why did the cross-eyed teacher lose her job? Oh, I love this one. She couldn't control her pupils. <laughs> Gigi oh. right there. <laughs> did you just hear that Come one? On. Did you just hear that one today? Gene oh Ruddy. You got to credit that to Gene Ruddy. Yeah, I know. It's my mom's. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh Thank you, UJ, I guess, for that joke. <laughs> Thanks for entertaining our audience on uh, a long week. And then last but not least, as always, go! go!
field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain Alliance victory. Go! Go. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.